Tash Show Podcast. Will your mom do it? Will your mom do it? Will your mom do it? Will she do it? Matt's on the phone. Matt, you've been enjoying uh, listening to other people play this game. Oh, I love it. Love it. <laughs> and you thought, I got to get my mom, Carolyn, on the phone and ask <laughs> oh, her something yeah. I ridiculous. I love giving her a hard time. <laughs> so did you hear yesterday... I did not hear yesterday, no. Yesterday, we had a, a lady call her mom and ask to borrow $5,000 for a boob job. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How did that go? Well, it, it went pretty good. Mom didn't have the money, but it sounded like she was willing to do it if she if she could have come up with the cash. And she was there for mental support, for sure. Totally. Line of credit. Line of credit. So just to be fair, we don't want to you know choose one sex over the other here, Matt. Today, you are going to call your mom, and you are going to ask her if you can borrow some money for a penis enlargement surgery. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm going to be so uncomfortable with that. <laughs> That's <laughs> kind of the point, but yeah. Are you married? Are you in a relationship? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm in a relationship, and she's expecting a ring shortly, so I'll probably have to tie it into that somehow okay well <laughs> just say you've talked about the commitment side of things and and your partner really she's not n- never been quite satisfied with oh, the size you got going I on don't, i don't i don't know if she'll buy that <laughs> <laughs> yeah right here we go she used to change my diapers she knows oh, I know. say, say you're just trying to put your best foot forward <laughs> going into this marriage whatever you know you, what to you do. really want to wow her <laughs> on yeah. your on your wedding night yeah, okay, I'm going to go with that. Yeah, okay. you know how like some uh, wives want to lose five pounds before the wedding? You want to gain five pounds. Oh, my God. Somewhere I hope else. She hang up on me. She, that, that, she might think that's a little bit too much, but... Oh, um, well, you got to sell it, okay? We're oh, not here. We're not here. You need to uh, convince your mom this is serious, and we will find out, will your mom do it? Lend you money for a penis enlargement surgery. Hey, Mom, how's it going? Good, how are you? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. Just got to work early, getting a, getting a few jobs out of the way. How are oh, you yeah. Doing? Am I a job? No, <laughs> how, how are you doing? I'm okay. My leg's sore, honey. Oh, your leg's sore? Um, yeah. Hey, um, I... I, think I, found, uh, I think I found the ring for Amy, so... Oh, did you? Yeah, so I went in... Um, put a little deposit on it and then uh yeah i was talking to some guys at work yesterday you're gonna think this is completely ridiculous and absurd but just hear me out um talking to one guy and he said that uh he actually really spiced up his relationship with something um really worked well i was thinking it'd be a nice nice kind of wedding treat um but what do you think uh I'm, i just don't want to put any more money on the like in debt I was just wondering if you could loan me a little bit of money for something. It doesn't what, need what, be much. Just line of credit. I'll, I'll pay the interest. You know, I'll, I'll make it right. What is it, though? Like, uh, what? It's, <laughs> it's uh, scaring me. <laughs> it's just guy at work saying he got a good deal. It wasn't very much, but uh, it makes your uh, makes your thing a little bit bigger. Like, uh, largement kind of thing. Like, you know, women do that with their breasts to please their men. So, like, I thought, kind of do that the other way around and... You know, I don't know. I don't. What do you think? I think that you should talk to a family doctor. Family doctor? I'm not going to go to a family doctor to make well, or no, you need to talk bigger. to a doctor. No, but Matt, no, it's not that, Matt. That is, I've heard um, 
things go wrong with that. If it's, I guess I'd like to talk to you about it before. If so if we go into the family doctor together, would you, um, would you be willing to help me out? Pay the interest, do everything, make it right. Don't tell him. But there, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Well, how do you know? I know it's been I, a while since you changed my diapers. Because I, I don't. I think sometimes if you're having a little bit of performance issues, it's, <laughs> so what's the matter? Nothing. I don't. I don't have performance issues. I just, you know, I want to just kick things up a notch. Flash. Well, you have you talked seriously to Amy about this? No, I want it to be like a surprise. Like a, no, that's something that you, I think you need. That affects both of you, and you've got to know how she feels internally, like when you're oh doing it. God. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> Hi, Mom. Hi. Hi. This is the penis enlargement doctor. I'm uh, just listening in to hear. <laughs> it's Taz and Jim at FM 96 Radio. <laughs> I can't believe you pulled that. Oh, Matt, that was awesome. Matt, you didn't have any performance issues there. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Carolyn, the reason Matt wanted to call you and, and put you on the spot like that is so he could win you a Mother's Day gift. The two of you are going to see Cirque du Soleil at Budweiser Gardens. Awesome. Oh, that's funny. Oh, you got me. Good boy. <laughs> I did not think you would buy one. I, thought, I couldn't figure out why you were so energetic. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Something so depressing. Oh, it's an exciting topic. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, well, I'm glad it was a prank. I seriously am. <laughs> it sounds like you're crying, Caroline. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, no problem. Have a great day. Matt's going to stick with the size he's got. You're going to see Cirque du Soleil. And Matt, you've got tickets to see uh, Marilyn Manson and Rob Zombie at Budweiser Gardens, okay? That's okay. All right. You want to tell your mom you love her? All right. Thanks, Mom. Love you. Love you, too. Bye. Bruins fans are just a trolling away here. Uh-oh. <laughs> Got a couple text messages. Hey, Taz, how about those Columbus Blue Jackets? Okay, listen. Let's make one thing clear. I said Columbus was a sexy pick to win the Stanley Cup before the playoffs started. Do I really care that much that they lost? No, because <laughs> even though I said they were a sexy pick, I, was, I didn't put any money on them. Now I'm glad I didn't. And Sexy Pick insinuates that they're a dark horse, too, so if they lose, yeah. it's not a big deal. Their Stanley Cup was beating Tampa in the first round. Mm -hmm. they, uh, they exceeded expectations and had the best playoff run that the franchise has ever had. So congratulations to the Columbus Blue Jackets and to all the fans listening in Ohio across the uh, lake here. Another text message. Taz and Jim, could you please play Queen, Another One Bites the Dust, for all the Bruins faithful? Hmm. No, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we will. We'll, we'll think about it. I, I'm in a, in a room here with two Leaf fans, Jim and Devin Peacock, so we'll have a vote off the air and decide whether or not we play Another One Bites the Dust for you guys. I vote no. <laughs> you don't have to know off the air. 
And another text message here. Is Mr. Peacock ready to jump on the Bruins bandwagon yet? LOL. Dev, he said he thought the Bruins were going to win the Stanley Cup. Mm -hmm. But I think he was trying to reverse, do a jinx on them by pretending that he's cheering for them. He thought they would lose because that's often what happens when he cheers for a team. And it backfired, blew up in his face. So mm-hmm. now the Bruins have won this series. They're moving on, and they may win the Stanley Cup, Jim. <sighs> I just, I woke up to, I didn't watch the game last night. I was busy, but I woke up to Twitter just full, so full of angry people. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming most of them are also bitter Leafs fans because they were chirping Brad Marchand's antics after the games, after the game last night, and just just upset in general. So there's a lot of people not happy this morning. What did Marshawn do after the game? It, it wasn't that egregious for all the things he's, he's done, but uh, a lot of people are just annoyed with his attitude. It was his post-game interview that he gave with a young uh, on-ice r- reporter uh, and just refused to say more than three words. Thanks, Jim. Brad, you said after the third game of the series, there's no panic in the room. What can you say about the way your group handled the next three games and ultimately advancing to the conference final? We did a good job. No, Tuka Rask was saying, this core isn't getting any younger. What do you make of the opportunity that lies ahead of you? It's been fun. So I see where this is going here. I'll ask you one more about your line. It got back together. You had said the chances over there were just starting to bury it these last few games. What kind of zone are you three in? We're good. Thanks. That was the last line, too. Well, that was worth it? That was worth it, Jim. Well, that was worth it, Jim. <laughs> good for him, man. That was a good way of saying you're acting like a total dink without actually saying it, right? By being incredibly professional? Yeah, and saying, well, I can see where this is going. Yeah. You're being a dink mm-hmm. for no reason. So Kelly Rudy, after the game, was also not too impressed with Marshawn. He's just so immature, and, you know, he's not that clever. And, you know, like you said, he thinks he's above everybody else in terms of that kind of... And you know, it just I thought last year after the licking, he'd be we'd be past this. He's going to be thirty-one in a month. Like, at what age do you sort of grow up a little bit and go? You know, I just got to be a better guy because he's a wonderful hockey player. Yes. I love watching him. What's up, bud? <laughs> What's, What's up, up bud? <laughs> That's such a Canadian report. It, was he? Uh, do you think that he? acts this way with the Canadian reporters and the Canadian media because they're all kind of homers for the Toronto Maple Leafs and he doesn't like the Leafs? Does he act the same way with the American broadcasters? I, I don't I don't know about that specifically, but he's in general an overall douche. Yeah. I think even Boston you, Bruins fans can can agree. You just won the game. Yeah. You know, give him something. It's, it's part of the job. I see the phone ringing and I bet I know who it is. Fred, the Boston Bruins super fan. Oh, how do you know it was me? <laughs> hey, you got a song request? Yeah, another one bites the dust by Queen. I know someone already texted that to you earlier, but uh-huh. that's, that's a fitting song. Yeah, and, your Boston Bruins did it. They're moving on. That's right. Hey, you know, you guys make a big issue of Marshall. That's what he wants. He's, he wants that reaction from you guys. That's why he does what he does. He, he's reaction. trolling everybody. It definitely sounded like he was trolling that reporter after the game last night. Sure he was. Whether that he wants funny. it or not, it doesn't make him any less of a douche. Yeah. And also, what do you think about the McAvoy hit to the head? Precious airtime talking about it. That was funny, too. How about, how that about hit the hit to the head was funny. The McAvoy hit to the head was funny? Oh, no, no, no. That wasn't funny. No, Marshan, Charlie Rudy talking about Marshan was funny. Yeah. 
No, the hit to the head. You know what? Kids who throw a temper tantrum in the middle of Walmart also want attention. That doesn't make it right. That's right, but they don't get it usually. Uh, Sure they do. Yeah, I usually look over and say, what are those parents doing? That was before I had a kid. I'm sure he's a great (laughs) kid, but what an embarrassment. Yeah, you don't you don't find Marshawn's behavior embarrassing at all, Fred. What's that? You don't find his behavior embarrassing at all. No, I think it's funny because I know where it's coming from. You have to understand where it's coming from. He gets paid a lot of money to do what he does. I think we mm-hmm. understand. He's the past. Yeah, like Ken Linsman did the same thing. He made a career out of it. Maybe he wasn't as dramatic as Marshawn, but I mean, he's still. What's your prediction for the next series? Uh, it's going to be tough against Carolina, but I think we'll do it in five or six. Hey, new trailer came out yesterday for the next Spider-Man movie, Far From Home. And I have never seen this before with a movie trailer. Before the actual trailer, Tom Holland, the guy who plays Spider-Man, is on screen Warning people that maybe they shouldn't watch this thing. The Spider-Man Far From Home trailer is about to play, but if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame yet, stop watching because there's some serious spoilers about to come up. But if you have seen Avengers Endgame, enjoy the trailer. So if you have seen Avengers Endgame, you can watch the new Spider-Man trailer, but if you haven't seen it, it does totally ruin the end of the movie. Huh. Tom Holland is British too? (laughs) Also a spoiler. (laughs) Yeah, could you stop talking in that weird British accent, Tom? <laughs> so there's spoilers in the trailer. I thought this one, we were talking about this, Taz. I thought this one was supposed to happen before Endgame. This is what you told me. This is what the internet told me, and then I proceeded to tell you. No, it's not a prequel. It's a, a sequel to Endgame. This is actually the last Marvel movie in this phase of Marvel movies. A lot of people thought it was Endgame because it's called Endgame, mm-hmm. but no, this is the last one before they start the next uh, chunk of Marvel movies that's going to yeah. take our money for the next decade. Well, the, I mean, they did do the Captain Marvel movie in the 90s, and it came, like, it was set it was in a the back day, so they could have done that this one, right. too. And They're a not. Lot, a lot of the reason why the people online were thinking it was a prequel or before Infinity Wars and Endgame is because his suit, Spider-Man's suit is different. He doesn't have, like, the Iron Spider suit, so mm. maybe gets rid of it or something? I don't know. You have... Better restraint than I do because we saw this pop up. We we were in the studio when this trailer came online, and Jim said, "I don't want to watch it," and you haven't seen it. No. So I I know more, and I could answer some of your questions right now, but I'm not oh. going to. I fa- I wish I didn't watch this trailer because I feel it ruined too much of the movie for me. Yeah, and we're all going to see these movies anyway. Exactly, especially. Me. Yeah, Uber Nerd over here. Nerd City. Yeah. I'm going to be checking it out. I don't know why I keep doing this to myself. Watching these trailers, I know too much about the villain now. I know Mm -hmm. too much about the plot. I know too much about the costumes and the set pieces. Yeah. (laughs) The action fights. Who Spidey's love interest is going to be. All the good stuff. So, even if you have seen Endgame, if you know you're going to see the new Spider-Man movie, which you're going to do, then don't watch the trailer. That easy. Oh, sorry. Don't watch the trailer. <laughs> Imagine I was British, too, and nobody knew. This, <laughs> this <is> whole just... <laughs> time. Taz. Hey, they give away too much in the new trailer. Don't watch it. I'm Taz. Enjoy. But if you have seen Avengers Endgame, enjoy the trailer. 
Jim Kelly, what is this? You're in some legal trouble, I hear. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I'm in an, if you don't know, I'm in an improv comedy group, kind of like Whose Line Is It Anyway or whatever. We make up comedy on the spot for shows around London and area. Hilarious so ha- stuff, guys. <laughs> so we have a show on Friday, and um, the theme is... Choose your own adventure. Like those books from all of our childhoods. Uh, we were inspired by the recent uh, Netflix uh, Black Mirror episode, Bandersnatch, where you're physically using the remote to choose the paths you go down. Yeah. If, you, if you've never read a Choose Your Own Adventure book, it's like you come to a fork in the road in the story, and it's like, do you stab the goblin with a knife? Turn to page 12. Uh-huh. Uh, or if you want to run down the mysterious path, turn to page 42. I read many Choose Your Own Adventure books when I was young, Jim. Mm-hmm. Never once did I read one where I didn't cheat. Where you would keep your thumb on the page? <laughs> yes, and you'd flip ahead. And, oh, hold on, I died. Yeah. I'm going to go back. I meant to pick the other way. But if you're really serious about it, you would just like kind of move the page. like So you don't want to read it necessarily, but like, so you weren't technically cheating? Yeah. Um, so I love them though. I love choose your own adventure. Me too. I and that's that's a fun theme for your improv comedy show yeah. too. Like the idea was we give was we give each of the audience members a paddle, and on one side it says A, and the other side it says B. So we come to a fork in the road. It's the audience democratic vote to see which path we come down. Yeah. In this adventure, choose where the story goes. So the name of the show is Choose Your Own Improv. What was what we called it, and we made some graphics for our Facebook page and online that look a lot like. Like the the iconic book covers from Choose Your Own Adventure, with the mishmash of photos. Anyway, it was a throwback, a parody mm-hmm. of Choose Your Own Adventure books. I wake up to a text yesterday from my buddy Taylor Axford, who's in the group, and he runs the social media account and stuff. He's like, "Dude, look in your email." And lo and behold, we got a cease and desist letter, basically from the good folks of Choose Your Own Adventure from Vermont. The, the the publishing company sent us an email to stop using their name going forward. They said, we want you to take down all the stuff. I'm going to read this email here, okay? Okay, let's hear it. So this is from Choose Your Own Adventure. This is from the Choose Your Own Adventure people right here. So it says, Dear Taylor, I am the associate publisher of the Choose Your Own Adventure book series, published since 1979 with great success and receiving numerous industry accolades. As the series has come into fame, one of our unfortunate tasks as a small publisher is to protect and maintain the series trademark by letting others know when they have used it without permission. We maintain the trademark and its variants in plain text and logo formats in the U.S. and Canada as well internationally. We also protect for the trade dress or the look and feel of our books, which is what our graphics were doing was the look and the feel. As the mark has been exclusively in coordination with the book series, we must be very careful in monitoring outside use. I typically like to reach out and ask people myself if they would edit or remove small website mentions made without permission. Usually people are completely unaware that the phrase is trademarked and that that a use without permission can use uh, can cause dilution of trademark, making an issue for our legal team. Wow. We also need to request that any theatrical adaptations based on our based on our corp- copyrighted literary works be done only with our proper license and permission. Uh-oh. I was hoping you would be amenable to deleting the use of Choose Your Own Adventure and all of Shut the Front Doors marketing materials, social media posts, affiliated websites, printed materials and merchandise, and confirming that, quote, Choose Your Own Adventure and, quote, Choose Your Own Improv, an improv comedy adventure, <laughs> will not be used descriptively or in any way for promoted purposes in the future screenshots attached if you would like to comply with this request and go on with your life unscathed 
Turn to page 42. <laughs> if you would like to take your chances with our rabid lawyers, turn to page 12. If you would confirm this and delete the mentions, we would consider this matter resolved. They Thanks. did not they, they put Everything else is real other than the Choose Your Own Adventure page. It was only one page. But her name is Melissa Bounty, which is a kind of a scary legal name. Yeah, Melissa she's got Bounty. a bounty on your head now, Jim. So, yeah, so we have a lawyer who is on our board of directors, so that immediately was sent off to him. But the truth is, I look at it like it's a parody, and the parody right. laws are pretty wide, and I don't, we're not well, really doing are anything. You, are you going to change the name, or are you going to so, stick with yeah, it? Yeah, we're taking down all our social media posts. So we've officially changed. The theme is the same. We're still going to allow the audience to decide which way we go in this path decide so, your so, own so we've we've changed the name experience. of the show experience it's now called the legally permitted decide one's improvised undertaking <laughs> as selected by the audience in parentheses you asterisk not affiliated with any book publishing company of any sort show i like the title so I like, you know what it's catchier yeah <laughs> That is good. You know you've made it when the the big dogs come barking, you know? Well, now I'm nervous to make any decision in my life. If I choose anything, I feel like <laughs> Choose Your Own Adventure is going to be coming after me legally. They're, they're locking it down tight. If people want to come to your improv show, how do they get tickets? Uh, Shutthefrontdoor.ca and please come because they sued Bandersnatch for $25 million, so we may need the money. <laughs> That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.